Okay, we're live. Hi, everybody. Welcome to a new podcast called The Strange Internet, uh, where we talk about all kinds of fun things. Uh, everything is based around the internet. Um, my name is Robert. And I'm Patrick. And we are here to uh, bring you a recount of how we met, how we got started on the internet, and how we uh, formed a podcast. Yeah, I mean, uh, everything started many, many years ago. Uh, we met about, what, six years ago now? I want to yeah, say 2016. Uh, and we met online, <laughs> which which turned into us meeting one time in person. Yes. Um, oh. the, the meeting online was centralized around uh, PUBG, Player Unknown Battlegrounds, which yes. is a video game uh, where you... Uh, have a character you load into a map and you're facing off against a number of other players you collect loot and get kind of ready to fight and i was left alone in a house and they have an open microphone system where you can call out to the other players in the game and i was absolutely screwed and i just screamed into the open mic no one's home go away uh, my team's dead. And Rob responded on the other side and said, oh, my God, want to join our Discord? <laughs> We're trying to get a fourth person. So it turned into this chance meeting where I was, you know, in a position where I was about to lose the game. And it turned into a pretty cool friendship. I honestly, I don't even remember how that game ended. But I would like to note that since day one, we started out as enemies. Uh, and, <laughs> and turned it into something a lot True. better. Uh, and that's been a running theme in our relationship, for sure. Um, but yeah, uh, we're also going to note that we're huge nerds. Um, that's, that's definitely how everything started. Uh, and then that turned into a lot of um, a lot of different activities that we've, we've been a part of. Like running a bunch of online communities. You've met my a real life friend um in person as well mm -hmm. um and then yeah we made all kinds of different friends throughout the years which is pretty crazy we met all kinds of different uh interesting characters on the internet for sure played a okay. lot of different video games together a, a lot of people who um may be listening who you know know me in real life probably don't know that i'm actually a huge gamer and a huge nerd so that's that's uh something i'm now exposing to the rest of the world which is pretty crazy but uh yeah there you go so mm -hmm. how did we get here how did we get to the point where we're gonna make a podcast what what was your initial intention with the podcast well i remember like a year and a half ago or like a year ago you were like hey let's do a podcast we're funny uh, something like that. Like, I remember you just, like, off the cuff. It honestly could have been longer, too. You just off the cuff, like, brought it up. And originally, I think it was supposed to be with a few of us. And then right. you and I were the only ones that were, like, actually serious about it. Um, and then you definitely, I think, a lot more serious about it than I was at the time. Because I was like, yeah, that's a cool idea, but I, I don't know what kind of work goes into that. And, like, my life got a lot more complicated i mean who's didn't during the pandemic right um so i think i mean at least for me like i kind of just like set it down and i was like oh like this is a cool idea but i just i have so much going on right now and then recently you were like oh i am going to start a podcast like i'm going right. to do a podcast do you want to like be a guest on a podcast um slash co-host and then <laughs> i i'm definitely the mean one because you then uh pitched an idea uh that i near instantly shot down myself right <laughs> and how Which did that I'm continuing i'm continuing yeah, yeah 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 no and i think it'll i think your your separate idea will honestly be amazing just like for what i feel i'm good at and yeah. what i can offer i I'm happy to hop in, but I, I don't think that's my, like, everyday for sure. Yeah. So then, so, yeah, to to finish, like, how we got to this point, um, 
I we kind of ran with the idea, and then originally we were gonna you know interview quite a few people. Then we realized that might not be like as easy to do, especially on a weekly basis, which is what we want to keep doing. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then we just, you know, chatted about what we knew and that's what we're going to focus on is like what we know, you know, being on the internet, seeing a lot of weird shit, meeting a lot of really interesting characters and building yeah. communities, building yeah. businesses, oh, doing new yeah. stuff. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That was, I mean, that was the initial idea behind me creating a podcast is if, if people are familiar with discord or, or Slack, I know is used in the business world. I created a text channel. And I was like, all right, here's, you know, where we're going to put the podcast stuff. And it sat dormant for eight months (laughs) with, with yeah, like zero input going into that. And now we're kind of at the point where we're like, okay, let's, let's create a podcast in two days and let's Mm -hmm. do all this heavy lifting to Mm -hmm. bring some fun, um, to the podcast world. So, Mm -hmm. um, maybe we jump into some online communities that we've been a part of and yeah. how those are strange and yeah <laughs> um well uh, one thing i think even if people do know that i am a gamer uh is that a lot of people don't know that i've actually run a lot of really large successful co- co- not companies but communities on discord which is honestly not as difficult as it sounds to get larger communities but um, the one that we first had done together was for the game Destiny 2. Mm-hmm. Um, I want to say that was, what, 2018? Yeah, somewhere around there. 2018, there was this whole like new expansion. We we got into the game, and we're like, oh, this is cool. And I, I don't know what it is. I just have this, like, whenever I'm in a, in a new game or in a game that I like or whatever, I, I really enjoy kind of bringing people together and, like, starting a community. And I... I I think you err on the same side of like helping people and ha- making sure everyone's having a good time when possible right. uh, more than anything else. We're not, you know, completionists in video games. We're not, you know, we need to be the first to do whatever or, you know, be the best or whatever. Cause we're very often not, um, <laughs> <laughs> but, but yeah. um, I don't know. I, I, when I, I play games because I like, connecting with people in a different way than than you're forced to outside which Mm -hmm. is weird because i i I consider myself very much an introvert even though i'm really good at pretending to be an extrovert i'm definitely an introvert i definitely like my own time my own space i don't like to be around a lot of people at, at the same time but when i'm online a lot of people don't know that i'm actually like the ringleader in that way like i'm i'm the one driving the community and trying to make sure everybody's interacting and getting along and which is a very weird kind of dichotomy um Mm -hmm. but anyways so we started uh running this community and in the game i believe you can have a maximum of 100 members um and we hit that very quickly uh i realized i'm very good at marketing (laughs) (laughs) yeah um and on it for me that was probably one of the most fun communities i've ever been a part of like larger communities i've been a i've been a part of several um but um in terms of because it's the way that those communities run and in the game for those that don't know they're called clans um but the way that those are run it's not competitive the game is not competitive um so it's it's just it's meant to kind of build on like helping each other um i don't know and and so i have a lot of really really good memories we still have the discord server which like no one uses but it's right (laughs) it's uh yeah yeah. that one was that one was interesting because we had shifts of people that would get on and (laughs) they were across the world it wasn't just it was a global community which was interesting in itself but you know we would log off in in the west the central the east and then you know people in europe and australia would jump on and and finish off the night and then it would come back around as the the work day was ending where we were getting back yeah. onto destiny and uh that was a fun time uh there are quite a a few different types of people that mm-hmm. we came across and it was cool to to learn about those kind of global cultures that we're not a part of and Mm -hmm. you know speaking on online communities i think it's interesting that maybe over the past five years or so 
it's much harder to make friends as an adult when you're not, you know, uh, yeah. exposed to new people all the time. You go to the same job or you're in the same city and, you know, you might travel, but you're not making these long-term friendships yeah. that you find uh, online that I think is something unique to the gaming, gaming community that um, other hobbyists might not not find where they're consistently dealing with the same people day in, day out, jumping in voice, learning things about each other, um, which I think is the power of these and, Discord communities. And you share a lot of personal information with these people, Oh, my too. God, yeah. Like, the yeah. amount of things that I know about people who have never even seen before. Like, I, not only have I never met them, but, like, for instance, the ones that we kind of chat with now, like, I haven't even seen, like, a photo of these people. Mm-hmm. So for me to know so much about their personal life, as well as you know, me share things, obviously not like explicit things, but, um, you know, even telling someone like where you live, like that's, that's kind of a big deal for, I think a lot of people. And for us, it's like kind of normal. Um, but it's interesting the relationships that you gain with these people who you've never met too. And like how upset people can get because of how invested they are, uh, in those types of relationships. Sure. I think there's a layer of insulation that you have with strangers on the internet in a way that, you know, you feel more apt to sharing, you know, like your crappy day at work or something that um, you might not say to your friends because they're like, oh, well, like you're just complaining again or things like Mm -hmm. that. Where like, oh, I'll complain to a stranger, no problem. Mm -hmm. Um, But then people, you know, they kind of get into that same mindset and then you're worried about them and you're worried about these events in their life. And it just becomes a much stronger bond than you have, because even when you have really good friends, you're not getting on and texting them every day. You might see them as you, Oh yeah, sure. But you know, like jumping in voice chat, you know, like some of these things that you, that I didn't share with friends like that, like, sure. We would get together and stuff like that. But, Mm -hmm. um, this is way different. It's like, you know, same time every day you hop in and you're all playing games and, mm-hmm. and sharing these uh, portions of your yeah, life. Yeah, I mean, a great example is like so, so many of my super close friends had no idea that I even played video games or like if I did, they didn't know really how serious it was up until sure. I would say the last year or so. Mm. Like I, I, it's definitely like a personal growth thing that I went through um in my real life where i just felt like i didn't need to hide myself because i i work in an industry that is so separate from from my secretive online life or whatever um that i always felt like uncomfortable to share it and then i don't know i i started meeting more people in person than I did before. I, I I never really knew that many people in person that that played video games. So that was a, that was a challenge, and none of my like super close friends do. Not that I felt like my super close friends would judge me or anything like that. It was just like it it just never played a part in my relationship with them. So I just never really cared to like bring it up. Um, and then now I have started doing that more. We've been more open about that, and it's. It, I, I mean, it's been received very well. Not that I cared, but like, it's, I don't know. It's it's so interesting that for so long, nobody even had a clue. If right. They, yeah. Yeah. And I think that that came on with the pandemic too, because there yeah. were people like, oh, what activities can we do inside? A lot of people <laughs> turned to like, I'm going to buy a PlayStation or I'm going right, right, to right. build a computer and um, get into gaming in some way. And now it's like you translate those skills. Now people are building these Discord communities that are very permission heavy where you have roles and you have all these um, groups that you can become a part of. And and that's all centralized online, which mm-hmm. is a really cool thing that kind of extends over the internet. You're bringing links in from all these other platforms that you're frequently using mm-hmm. um, where someone would never even touch that with a 10-foot pole. Sometimes, you know, if their previous um, life was just hanging out with people, you know, in person and and heading out to the bar or to do an activity or any of these things week in, week out, um, as their normal activity are now exposed to this. And, you know, jumping into some of the games that we're in and saying, hey, what's up? You know, so I think it's super cool. 
Yeah, I mean, I, I think it's incredible. I think if anything, what I've realized that it it adds. It's not like I feel more special or anything. It's it's just I feel like it adds a little bit of nuance to who I am, and mm-hmm. uh, especially like dating and stuff too. Is just like I, I definitely never, you know, made that explicit um, before. But now I just I just don't care, and I feel like if anything, it helps people feel more connected to me because I'm sharing a a larger portion. This is a huge part of my life. Yeah. It's not like you know I come home and I you know sit on my switch or whatever for 30 minutes to an hour which most casual people do these days mm-hmm. but i get on and i play for hours um yeah. or if i'm not playing i'm you know facilitating something i mean um right. you know when we we were running a community for <laughs> new world uh, mm. which is a newer game for those that don't know um i was leading it arguably pat was leading it (laughs) um you know we just we spent a lot of our time doing that and i i called it a second job but an unpaid second job (laughs) and and that was the craziest experience because i've never felt so needed by people online um and especially you i mean people were coming to you for answers all the time but i was the one handling the the um you know the logistics or the PR or whatever um, all of, okay. To expand further, like all of these crazy life skills that you can't really put on a resume too. Um, I mean, like I, I have never been so involved in so many things without even knowing it until I started running communities for games. I mean, it's crazy. The stuff that you kind of get flung into. And like now, you know, communities that are still being run for that game. I mean, I, I saw one recently and they have like all of these Google forms, like so many Excel spreadsheets and lists and, uh, you know, forms for people to fill out. Like it's, it's great. It's a business. Like it's yeah. people are running and in the game for those that are not aware, um, they're called companies. Like we the, you're running a company, but obviously you're, it's not, you know, lucrative or anything in real life, but like, it very much runs in that way and it's insane. Uh, and I'm very happy I'm not doing that anymore because I can't, I can't expel or expend that much energy on something that is just frustrating at the end of the day. Yeah. As you bring up, you know, those, those skills that are required in these communities. I, I think even uh, older games had those elements like world of Warcraft right. had guilds and, um, people connecting together and you bring those those skills into your jobs when you're managing 20 people um to complete an objective i mean Mm -hmm. that's that's team leadership all the way to its Mm -hmm. core and and you're working on deadlines because there's these uh things in all these games that are called resets where you know every tuesday on patch tuesday normally uh, they roll a, a reset and you restart all of the in-game activities that you're going to uh, do for the week. And it's it's time sensitive. So you're coordinating all these people to achieve these objectives and uh, their strategy. And there's all these different skill sets you pull in, graphic design um, to, yes. <laughs> you know, uh, uh, promote the the companies or guilds or clans or whatever. Right. They're called, you know, specific to that game. But you're also creating strategies and uh, drawing things and, and really commanding people in a way that you don't get if you're just a casual gamer. You really right. don't. You're, right. you know. I think casual gamers don't even really have the scope to understand what we're talking about right now. Oh, sure. Even. Yeah, and that might, that might be an aspect of uh, the MMO genre of games because yeah. it's different than just jumping into a quick play lobby. You're playing right. something on um you know not to pick on switch or anything but like just dance or animal crossing or any of these it's just different it's it's go feely good games which i love as well you know there's there's plenty of games that are worth playing um but it's something that i think that in in these younger uh players it's a great thing for them to get exposed to too because they start wondering they're like how do you do that you know and then you're you're spending half your time in discord explaining to someone how to use like you know all of these business applications that are great for people to learn that 
you know don't get those skills in school or mm-hmm. they might not have that in practice in their industry mm-hmm. so i've had a lot of fun with it new world unfortunately hasn't hasn't <laughs> panned out for everyone um right but yeah uh so far i, I just I enjoy online communities. I enjoy the community building aspect of it. The time investment, you know, Mm. that's something that uh, is a little intense. Um, But you definitely find some strange things. Speaking of that, um, do you have anything off off the top of your head that is like a strange uh, thing that has popped up since the pandemic has started? I just, in my mind, it's like Twitch and how many people are now active on Twitch and doing you know, more live streaming, more, um, I would say, like, lucrative things on the internet. And Yeah, I mean, yeah, for sure. I mean, I think it, we've learned how we can interface completely differently um, in, in more creative ways. And I think a lot of people have been, like, almost forced to utilize those because in situations that I've been in since the pandemic, I mean, obviously we're probably considered a little bit more tech savvy than the average person. And for us, we're like already utilizing all of these things, but to see, um, to see people that typically like their way to interface with people is to go to a bar after work or, you know, go hang out at the park or whatever, um, who don't, you know, the most techie thing that they do is open Instagram to find them using things like discord or, you know, other types of technology. I mean, people figuring out what Twitch is, is a huge thing for sure. And, and becoming, you know, streamers on platforms like that, you know, spending more time on YouTube apart from just Netflix as well. I mean, it's, it's been pretty crazy to see a complete shift. Yeah. How much do you think that people are going to continue, you know, as, as these trends are and these platforms are kind of becoming like um, all to include the same features. Like, you know, uh, live streaming is now hitting every single platform at the same oh, time. Yeah. You, you know, like, will, will that crumble or will there just be subsets? You know, like I think of Twitch is now turning into a big hotbed for uh, the, you know, like risque ASMR hot tub <laughs> streams, like, like things yeah. that are, in commonplace, you know, not really uh, safe for work or safe for children or anything, mm-hmm. then being streamed to children, to, you know, all of these things. I just think there's some weird trends that are going on that those platforms might get a bad rap for becoming just the hotbed of of these strange trends. Right. Well, I think there's a, a few things i think the free market is going to dictate what is the most successful and what people are mm-hmm. using um that's kind of the beauty of that is you can't really monopolize a streaming service because there's so much opportunity for everyone to kind of dip into it especially now um and then in terms of like nsfw type content i mean i will say a lot of platforms are really good about that with having so many new customers or viewers or whatever so many platforms are a lot better at that now um because they realize like we're going to become a potential lawsuit situation if we don't you know step in and make sure our creators are are producing the right content youtube is is notorious for that i mean youtube really stomps down anything that is like remotely um not okay (laughs) right uh and as as you know even if it's even if it's within terms, they've been known to uh, to cut anything out if like there's even like a report of it or something like that. So they're really good about that. Um, but should we uh, hop into a break? Sure, sounds okay. good. And we're back. <laughs> um, yeah. So going back to when we met in person, which is crazy because I've I've never met someone online well okay that's a lie uh online dating is very different (laughs) i was about to say that (laughs) i've definitely met someone on an app and met them in person yes uh but i've never met someone uh in this way via like gaming or on discord or whatever and not obviously not had that intention and you know we 
knew a lot about each other before sure. we met too. Like we oh, yeah. we we shared a lot of information about each other's lives to each other before we even met. And then um you came out to visit your family, right? Yeah, my brother. My brother, yeah. Right. So and I then came out and... you you reached out to me about that. Sure. Yeah. So in the in the initial planning stage, I was like, well, you know, I'm gonna be there for say a week's time or something and mm-hmm. gonna need something to do. So I was like, oh, you get you guys want to meet. So I became your entertainment. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. It was (laughs) it was literally the last resort. So Yeah. Well, I often am. Same 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 Uh, with online dating is when people actually want to meet me. Oh don't don't I am the last resort for sure. Oh God. So yeah, yeah, I mean and that's that's kind of, you know, something in itself that you uh don't really meet people online when you're you're gaming individually. I, I would say the only thing that I've heard of before is meeting at conventions centered yeah, yeah, around yeah, yeah. comics or gaming or something where you're like, yeah. oh, I'm going to meet up with my nerds congregate. Yeah, yeah exactly. I'm going <laughs> to meet up with all my friends uh, yeah. that I met on online. But we just, you know, we're like, OK, here's a restaurant. Let's just meet there. And um, I don't know. You want to jump in and for there. my yeah for my uh San Francisco natives uh, we went to Kitchen Story for brunch as one does because you were there you were you wanted to meet on a Sunday and I was like oh we absolutely have to do brunch that's probably not a thing for you so we have to do it yeah um, I'm you know Midwest native so brunch yeah. isn't I so mean it's, it's not different. something I yeah yeah it's it's kind of um a religion in California I would say definitely. Definitely in the Bay Area, it's it's a huge deal, um, especially because work-life balance is super important for people out here. So weekends are very serious for people, um, and day drinking is a great portion of that. And I, I'm not someone who, you know, is a huge drinker. I don't I don't love being drunk or anything like that too often. Um, I think I'm getting a little more comfortable with it, which could potentially be an issue but <laughs> <laughs> yeah you'll, you'll find out eventually <laughs> yeah, yeah when i'm an alcoholic i'll, I'll know uh, yeah. no um so i obviously i was like yeah absolutely let's do this that sounds fun um and uh as one does you order bottomless mimosas i don't remember if it was bottomless but it, we had at least oh a, yeah it we was had definitely. at least two pitchers i was planning on getting like a drink and right. then i looked at the menu and, and there were like yeah four things available and i was like okay well i guess we're getting mimosas and then it just you know became became the rest of the day i think we ate our food in like five minutes like it just we ordered it came out we ate and then it was like we were there for like three hours yes (laughs) So. so so for someone maybe who isn't as familiar with brunch that's what it is you know if people eat that's an accomplishment i'm i'm an eater at brunch but a lot of people will go to brunch just to drink um, I, I can't do that, but you definitely are there, you know, to consume all of the carbs possible and then just drink your ass off the rest of the day. Right. Uh, and then there's like a, for me, I don't usually continue. Usually there's like a 5 PM nap after that, <laughs> um, <laughs> which actually did happen for me, but, yeah. um, yeah. So we went to kitchen story. We had brunch, we had I, I want to say at least two pitchers. It could have been more. They weren't huge. They were definitely right. like carafe sized, um, but they definitely weren't like a drink per person. It was it was a lot sure. of alcohol. And then um, I don't remember at the time because this was this was what twenty nineteen. Yeah, pre pre pandemic. Pre panty. Uh, <laughs> uh, and I I don't think weed was illegal in Illinois, correct? Or was it? Um, I, or legal? Sorry, I don't think so at that time. No, yeah, yeah. I think that it, that year, that's when they had like announced that they're going sure. in that yeah. direction. So I was like, oh well, you're also you know in California right. and in the Bay Area where we can just you know go and get weed. And I was like, you know, if you want, let we can go. I'm happy to take you right. to a dispensary. Uh, for those who don't know, I very much love being medicated 
Uh, <laughs> I'm I'm definitely a lightweight, but like it it it's really um cost effective for me. I I get medicated very very easily. Um, and I was super down, and Pat was down, so we went to a dispensary, and I think we we got edibles. If I remember, right? We didn't, yeah, we, we I didn't just I just kind of piggybacked because I was like, ah, this is a new world. I don't know. Right, you know. and the one we went to was um. It was the one in the mission. I don't remember, but we were super close. We just like, we walked to it and it was the one that I really liked going to at the time. And it was huge. So for your first time, it's, it's a lot of stuff because it's just glass cases. Full oh yeah. Of shit. It's just extensive. I thought it was like a thrift shop or something. They're asking this... numbers and percentages and, and strains. And it's a lot. I mean, even now as someone who's been, who's been involved with weed for a few years now, it's a lot of information. And if you have no idea what they're saying, it literally sounds like gibberish. Right. Um, so I, we picked out like a few edibles. I'm sure I did. And mm. we took edibles and edibles don't hit you that fast, but we were definitely drunk already. We were absolutely sloshed by, by then. And then we, we were just walking around in the mission. And for some reason, I really wanted a smoothie. I don't know why. Uh, it just popped up. It was. Right I, I had to have a smoothie, and we went to Sidewalk Juice, um, and it's not the one near Mission. It was like down. I don't know. We just ended up in like the most random part of of that area for some reason. We were just walking, and I dragged you into a smoothie shop, and um, you can you can describe the rest from there because honestly, I don't really remember a lot of of what happened i mean we ordered a smoothie and it was just a a normal interaction (laughs) look at the menu you know browse a little bit grab something and the guy had made the extra portion of the smoothie and put it in a tiny little you know five ounce cup and put Which, it on top and i've never seen that before who who does that who makes I, extra and puts i think it in he like was a, just trying to be nice cup well, oh yeah. I, he, I'm, he was very nice <laughs> absolutely but it, it was like in my defense before we get there yeah who does that like who I, puts it in like a dipping cup anyways go ahead i've never seen it before first time no. so it was a san francisco thing i swear uh, it's so, i promise you it's not a san francisco thing. i've gotten smoothies in every you know Every other state I've visited, and <laughs> never once have I seen you know that go on. But yeah, at any rate, you after you paid, just grabbed the base bottom of your smoothie and ripped it back towards you, and <laughs> this thing went flying across the shop and just yeah. s- spilled all over the floor. Yeah, and, this and we guy can sit just... here and say that it was this tiny little Dixie cup full of remaining smoothie but that shit spread everywhere there was smoothie all over the floor and at this point i think the edible had absolutely kicked in in full force (laughs) like all five milligrams were reaching every every edge of my body including (laughs) including the like 87 glasses of of mimosa that i had and i i was not transcending whatever the opposite of transcending was uh, that's where i was at it was just full chaos in my brain, and I literally could not compute what was happening in front of me. Yeah, so luckily the the guy that was working there had a mop ready and cleaned up, no problem. Uh, but out of can we problem, talk about how fast the mop came out too? He had it, was, it just like in his pocket. He was already holding <laughs> it. Was it. So, like it was he, so weird. He pressed the button to ring me up for that that fucking smoothie. He already had the mop in his hand. Like That's he right. was pressing the buttons on the square, the iPad for the square with the mop i swear <laughs> to god because it happened and then instantly he just like came yeah. out and started mopping it must have been like the third one of the day because he something. keeps doing it because he, people don't expect the extra dixie cup maybe it's just he's laying a trap every time it's, he's bored That's yeah it makes was. makes his job more fun in a way yeah. but then he's <laughs> you know yeah. yeah but then he's stuck cleaning it up or yeah whatever but the then the events after that were you were in that headspace and then were like, okay, I need to go and just called an Uber and left. <laughs> and I was like, okay, I am in, I don't even know where San Francisco. And, and, for, and for, for people that are familiar with San Francisco, it, we weren't in like the main, 
main strip of the mission we were east of the mission where all of like the residential houses are and it's a little bit it's a little bit rougher for sure like if if you're not familiar with the area it definitely looks a little bit more rough um but it's it's the whole like residential space uh that's that's east of mission so it's definitely not um tourist familiar at all yeah, I mean, it, it didn't feel, you know, in any way dangerous or unsafe or anything. No. Just, just me being like, I have where no am clue I? where I am. Like, I didn't even know the street name, the closest street I, honestly, name. Honestly, you know, so. I lived there for nine years. I have no idea where we were. Right. I have no idea. And so that was but perfect. But can we you know? also talk about how high he was, the guy that oh. worked there? Oh, yeah, like, definitely. As soon as he brought the mob out, I mean, I know I was high as balls. like i know it was crossfaded i understand that but i was also coherent enough to realize that he was out of his mind high like his eyes were so red and he he was smiling he was having a good time mopping like this definitely was fun for him and i i of course was you know someone who's worked in the service industry for many years was like oh my god i'm so sorry like i feel really bad I'm really fucked up, <laughs> sipping on my smoothie, <laughs> right? My twelve dollars smoothie, yeah. um, and you were completely confused about everything. Yeah, I, I was just like, "Why would you do this to me?" No. You know, I'm a guest here, and yeah. you've made a fool. Yes, of, of, of you. And, yeah, yeah. Of and me I and... and then immediately after that, I was like, um, "I'm going home," and. <laughs> And was like, my Uber is already here. Yeah, like, I don't know how you order that. You order that in your pocket without looking. Like It's, my brain is connected to my phone when it yeah. comes to Ubers. When, when it comes to an Uber, I, and I think my friends who have been to a club with me, because I'm not, sure. not a big clubber, um, can definitely attest to I'm the first person to leave. And I get an Uber instantly. Like, as soon as I'm like, okay, I'm leaving, like, I'm gone. Like, I'm in the car as I'm waving <laughs> <laughs> and that was yeah and that's so like where did he go yeah no i'm <laughs> yeah. just bye yeah, yeah absolutely and i'm on the opposite end of the spectrum where i'm like i could probably they have to peel you off of the couch no not even that just <laughs> maybe i've ordered 20 ubers in my life like i mm. i don't really use rideshare too much not it's not required in the cities that i've lived in mm. you know you can yeah I mean, it's not required here. We're just yeah. all lazy and privileged, mm. and make and make Could way be. too much money. Absolutely, yeah. yeah. Out out here, and it's know, more frequent because we. It's way like, more frequent. You're like, oh, they'll be here in forty seven minutes if I yep. order it now. You know, yours is like, okay, they're yeah. here in forty seven oh, seconds. Like, let me tell you. So I live in Oakland now. And before I lived, so I lived in San Francisco for nine years. Living in San Francisco, you order an Uber, and it comes pretty much within five minutes this is definitely pre-pandemic too like there's definitely mm-hmm. a, or at least there was a shortage of drivers for a long time um and taking ubers became a lot less frequent obviously um and pretty much like if i was not going to get a ride in five minutes i was not going to take an uber like i was going to cancel my ride and request a new one because you know 10 plus minutes who has time for that like yeah. literally no one has time for that <laughs> so then i <laughs> then i moved to oakland and I, I take Ubers, or I, I used to take Uber very, very frequently. Um, I still definitely take it more than I need to. I, I should definitely not rely on it. Um, I've gotten a little bit better the last few months, mm-hmm. uh, for sure. But I remember the first few, ta- few times I requested an Uber from my house to go anywhere. And it would say, like, at least, you know, 10 to 15 minutes. And I was like, what the fuck is going on? Like, where am I? <laughs> I like, I, I'm minutes away from where I used to live. Okay, not minutes. But I'm, like, 15 minutes away from where I used to live. Right. Like, the drive is not that far. But something about, you know, Oakland, apparently everybody speed walks everywhere or drives their electric car yeah. to the grocery. I don't know. It's, it's something that I've had to come to terms with. Life out here is very different. It's an and you're only 15 minutes away, which is... Well, it's from my old house, which I won't go yeah. to again. Yeah, right. <laughs> yeah, no, but... It's that hellhole? Absolutely that not. There's that, that big of a difference in, in the way that you... Oh, yeah. With oh, I mean, San Francisco, San Francisco is a very different place from anywhere that I've ever lived. Mm-hmm. Um, it's, it, it, I feel like it, it's not fully self-aware, the city. And by it, I mean the people that live there. I mean, not to say everyone's like that, but like, right. especially the people that make far too much money, um, the privilege is real. And it's, you know, 
maybe not their fault. Um, it it is important to be self aware, but like the culture there is just so interesting. It's it's such a a weird. I don't know. It, it's it's very different. Oakland's been very refreshing, but I'm not anti San Francisco. I'm just enjoying my experience in Oakland right now. I gotcha. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, I, that's the whole move for for me from Chicago to Indiana was a, a big uh, a big jump the other direction into mm. into less busy. Yeah. And now I don't even know if they have all of the rideshare apps where I live. Probably it's not. <laughs> nowhere, nowhere close. You know, the Uber yeah. would come from Chicago and it would take forty minutes. And he would cancel on you literally instantly. Yeah. Oh yeah, hundred yeah. percent. So. How has how has remote work been in the pandemic and and kind of oh, that, that, that that's been interesting for me because mm-hmm. I feel like I share an experience that is probably different from most people in the area that I live in at least um, because I'm in the tech hub so so many jobs can be remote mm-hmm. um, which a lot of companies realize mine especially um, but I only worked remotely for two months, um, mm-hmm. not to go too in, in depth about the work that I do, but, um, you know, I, I work, my job requires me to be in person, mm-hmm. uh, where, what I'm doing right now. And I had just started a new job, um, like a month before quarantine. And we were the first city to quarantine in the country too. Um, so everything was like really, really weird. And I had never, I had never worked from home before. Um, I didn't know how to do this job from home. Basically I was doing as much as I could from Mm -hmm. home. Uh, and that was my whole team. We had no idea what the fuck was going on. Uh, and we just did what we could. We completely shifted how we did everything, but I only worked from home for, for two months remotely. Um, did not like it as much as I thought I would. Um, but I think a lot of it was because like emotionally, you mm. know, you have no idea what you're going on. Nobody's vaccinated at the time. You know, right. we, we were so worried about leaving our home. I mean, at the time, uh, with, with the San Francisco quarantine, you couldn't leave your home unless you were right. going to the grocery store or going to work with a sanctioned letter. Mm. Um, so two months after that, I started going into the office, uh, still not doing the job that I had just started, but right. just doing whatever I could. Mm-hmm. And I started going to the office and I was like, I, I was probably one of the first waves apart, obviously apart from like grocery um, store workers and stuff like that. But I was the first wave of, of people to learn how it is to newly work with masks and gloves mm-hmm. um, and social distance and that kind of stuff. And sure. um, it was a very, 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 very strange time, but um, I almost miss it because now people are just so forward with like being over the pandemic, yeah. like being maskless around me, you know, that kind of stuff. It's just, I don't know. I like my distance. I miss yeah. my social distance for for sure. Yeah. But uh, yeah. I would say my experience is much different because of the at the turn of the or the the peak of the pandemic i had just started online uh school where i'm right. doing my masters and it it was a completely different experience than my undergrad i was you know in person lived at college um up in wisconsin and now i'm on an online degree and you record your screen and record your homework and you're just interfacing with the internet a little differently um, and submitting everything to someone you've never met and listening to these <laughs> professors you never met. And and so now it's been nice that I've been really involved at the university in person, you know, mm-hmm. as things have reopened um, to get to meet those people. And um, now I, I think long-term, I, I love the idea of remote uh, and Same. that's just going to hopefully work well in, in my industry. Uh, which is IT. So um, I've just picked up so many skills that I think the pandemic kind of forced on us. But there's definitely some some strange things that uh, I found recently. I just started a, a TikTok and um, I was <laughs> super interested in their Were algorithm. You TikTok for you or no, just, no, no, for consuming TikTok. Yeah, yeah. Well, well, for my my business, <laughs> those are two very um, different things. <laughs> no, for my business, I really want to kind of cut into you know what's going on on that application. But I was okay. interested a lot. In, in the way that the algorithm kind of drills you into. Mm-hmm whatever you were viewing is now everything you're viewing. 
Mm-hmm. Um, I think that's super interesting, but also kind of weird and strange. And you you like dive down the rabbit hole and just keep going deeper and deeper. So I'm sure yeah. we're gonna find some some interesting people or strange things on there that I can can bring into the show here. But. Yeah, no, I mean, TikTok is wild. Um, I, years ago, when it started becoming more of a thing here, uh, I was super resistant to it because I was like, oh, that's just cringy and weird. And like, it was uh, definitely, I think it was, I think the app, I don't know for sure. Someone can fact check. I think the app originally was Musical.ly. And I don't know how familiar you are with that, but it was a lot of like, children Mm. (laughs) and like uh genuine like under 18 children i mean tiktok is now let's let's be honest but it was uh small children and very interesting creatures (laughs) who who were far too old um i well not to age shame but or anything like that but just the complete opposite of each other we're using the platform right and um i i just saw like compilations of it on youtube uh which is Honestly, one of my favorite things is like compilations on YouTube of anything. Oh yeah, uh, Vine you... Vine compilations are my jam. Um, but <laughs> Pat will tell you, I'm the first person to send. Like I I know way too many niche short form video references. Like oh, yeah. I even today I was I was playing uh, League of Legends with some of my other friends and some, someone said something and it made me think of this TikTok of this dog uh, drinking sparkling water. <laughs> <laughs> and, and and i'm not gonna recreate it because it, i'm just gonna embarrass myself but basically the dog like drank the sparkling water and he looks up and it's this it's this voiceover of like why is it spicy mm. uh and it was so entertaining it was a tiktok that i saw on instagram but I, the way that i'm able to just like reference garbage like that honestly makes me feel like i'm wasting so much brain power and to give you to give you an idea of why i was so resistant to uh diving into tiktok was because of that because because of how i experienced vine compilations on youtube and how i can reference so many vines out of thin air sure i just didn't want to get to that point where all i was doing was referencing tiktoks Mm. um so i i personally very much avoid the app not because i hate it or anything like that i think it's so entertaining there's a lot of content and a lot of entertainment on there but it i could just scroll for hours so it's a lot but I mean, it's a great way for for people to be discovered for whatever talent they have. I mean, ooh, yeah. <laughs> for, for, the, for those who were just listening, I did hard air quotes for that one. <laughs> I mean, there there is talent on there for sure. sure. But yeah. um, I well, it got a really bad rap at the beginning because of the acting. Um, again, air quotes. Uh, the acting of like people. Have, do you know what I'm talking about with uh, like the acting? No, not that a, was on I, TikTok. I don't know anything about it. I literally just oh, so yeah, you're I just downloaded okay. it and was like, well, "What is?" Let this? me let me ruin the experience for you. So, <laughs> I mean, it's it's very it has shifted a lot. So there's a it became a lot more popular very very quickly. So it's a huge huge platform. I think even bigger than a lot of people understand. Um, but there was this trend, and it's still happening, but it's a lot less, I think, serious. I think people understand it's a meme now. But there was this trend that people were considering themselves like actors mm. because they would – with TikTok, you can – I'm not super familiar with cr- creating content on the platform. Just what I understand of the app. You can um, put voiceovers over mm. your video, and that's mm-hmm. the sound. And people would lip sync to these voiceovers and try to have like some sort of try to have some sort of like dramatic expression while they're doing it whatever whatever the tone was i don't know and there some people were like seriously trying to reenact the original line or whatever while whilst they're lip syncing to this this voiceover and it was like from movies and stuff and it was like small children doing this kind of stuff or just again the complete opposite demographic of like strange Mm -hmm. creatures doing this and seriously considering themselves as actors and it was it was the weirdest thing and and that was the that was definitely a push away for me to like even touch the app um but now now it's just so much more garbage and like fun stuff than you could even imagine like it's it's a genuinely really hilarious um app but i noticed what i what i'm super um well i'm probably targeted for this but what i'm super invested in is like (laughs) i've become one of those people that enjoys 
videos of like dogs and cats um like being cute which i have never been in my life and now i'm like sitting here just liking all of them i'm like oh my god that's <laughs> so cute um <laughs> and then also enjoying a lot of gay content like gay produced content is honestly just so entertaining um and i saw a video or another podcast the other day of um someone was asked like are gays funnier and um i think the answer is yes uh <laughs> but i'll just i'll leave it at that yeah we'll we'll see we'll see about that as we continue <laughs> i I just yeah, yeah, actually yeah. wanted to kind of get your thought. Obviously, I've said that I don't know much about TikTok and just got started. But where are the other platforms that people are constantly on, like Facebook, Instagram? Where are those at? Like, what is with the the like metaverse? Yeah, like, like what are people like? Using? I just don't know where the the pace of it. I feel like Facebook has kind of turned to the older generations are very active on it yes. and then everyone else yes. kind of pulled off of it and Instagram might be young and, and thriving. Right. Well, um, so I'm not going to be an advocate or <laughs> be able to describe exactly what's going on on Facebook because I very much don't use mm. it anymore, like at all. Um, but from what I do understand, you know, all of, you know, anyone 40 plus in my family pretty much exclusively uses mm. it. Like that's their, their daily digest. Um, which is troubling. Um, Instagram, which I do use on a daily basis, is definitely an, an amalgamation of a lot of different things. Um, what I think it's really good at, and it's better at than other platforms, is um, branding, marketing for, for brands, mm-hmm. um, and fashion, uh, which is what I use it a lot for, um, as well as, you know... Um, regurgitated memes and stuff like that because uh, none of the uh, not none of it but a lot of the content that are like memes and, and comedy and stuff like that uh, comedy very very loosely um <laughs> <laughs> a lot of that originates from like tiktok and twitter mm. um for sure and then twitter is honestly everything i mean i think most people know twitter as like the the political inflammatory platform yeah. Yeah, um, yeah, because of POTUS. Um, yeah. <laughs> but um, Twitter is that, uh, but so so is Facebook. But Twitter is that. Uh, a lot of people use Twitter as like their daily news, mm. uh, which I find interesting, pretty crazy. Um, and then uh, it has everything. I mean, it's it's also not. Um, it there's content that is age restricted, but it's not banned. Mm. Uh, so a lot of. Um, uh, sex workers who use like OnlyFans and stuff like that will post content on Twitter, mm. uh, and it's explicit. Like there's sure. everything, mm-hmm. um, but uh, I mean Twitter has everything. Twitter it's it's just a different form, right? Like everything is just a different form. But in terms of like um, new events, I think I think Twitter is better at keeping people posted on what's going gotcha. on. So like if if a show is is you know posting you know, a premiere notice. Like that's, that's really good for that. Uh, and then TikTok is just like, it's this like huge amalgamation of just like full creativity and like whatever you can think of, but it's also the first platform to do what it, it does, which kind of makes it the best mm-hmm. right now. Um, but Instagram is really trying to, to get there, but to be able to, you know, put any song or any, you know, movie quote or whatever on a video of you mm. doing whatever you want, like that's pretty revolutionary. Um, and something that YouTube doesn't allow because YouTube, if you, right. you know, use someone else's they copyright music or whatever, yeah, you get copyright uh, restrictions right. for sure. And then YouTube is, I mean, as we know, it's a whole. <laughs> yeah, I would say YouTube is everything. The, the past. <laughs> three to yeah probably three years or so is when I really kind of ripped myself off the internet and I had Mm -hmm. no social accounts on anything so Mm -hmm. that's why I bring it up is now I'm coming back into it and I have no idea what any of it's even worse than it was before let me just tell you that like it's it's where we're gonna find all of these these strange things that uh, we want to share and talk about and these trends and I think one that is kind of the the uh, sleeper uh, platform of oddities is Reddit. Oh my god! I was gonna bring that up. Like I, I'm not a huge redditor. I'm not good at getting on that platform and, and 
I use so many other things. Mm-hmm. Like YouTube is definitely my one. Like that's the one that I, if I'm bored or and I need like some fill of content, like YouTube's my default. Mm-hmm. Um, but people are redditors, and I know there's so much shit going on in there that I haven't even scraped the surface of. But Reddit's similar to Twitter, where it's like there's no age restrict or content restriction at all. Like you can post right. whatever you want. Um, yeah, my my favorite that I have kind of dip my toe into in the past is like the the conspiracy reddits like those are so mm. entertaining to me i i would love to have an episode where we just like dive into conspiracy because i i i i'm not personally subscribing to any conspiracies but i love sure. watching people subscribe to, to yeah, conspiracy like, like watch the show yes you know? no like yeah a pe- a people I, I watch the them. reality tv show of people being invested in conspiracy and i think it's so entertaining yeah yeah i don't, I don't know i'm i'm not i'm more of a, the, what they call a lurker i mm. mean i just jump in and out of different mm-hmm. threads and and check out everything but that's an interesting thing as well because there's plenty of people that get their news from reddit and they're talking right. to me and i'm like you're just repeating the like top <laughs> postings of reddit today yeah no that's that's twitter and facebook so, too like it's this it's it's the, yeah, the mean, human condition of of repetition and regurgitation right of, yeah you know i don't have time to look into that and blah 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 but so and so told me i mean people yeah. people do that in person like that's i i remember i had family that would do that i was just like oh so and so told me this and this is like now it's fact. I'm like, but you don't know that. Like, right. <laughs> you don't know. No that one's at all. talked to them. Yeah. yeah, you don't know what you're talking about. Like, you weren't there. Right. Absolutely. Yeah. So, I mean, we're we're gonna obviously jump into these apps and platforms and and keep talking to each other and uh, figuring out what's next for for our podcast. Mm-hmm. Um, but. I'm actually uh, expecting a, a baby in like a week and a half. Yeah, or, we haven't or even so, talked or, about or after that. that. Well, that's <laughs> what I was about to say. You yeah. know, n- next next week uh, the episode can maybe be first look, or or maybe I'll I'll be waiting, and mm-hmm. it might mess up our scheduling a little bit. But, awesome! Can't wait. Um, I'm just kidding. <laughs> yeah, hopefully we'll be back. Uh, do you have any any last minute questions or or asks for this? episode no i just uh i want to thank anybody that has listened i know i've shared it with a lot of uh my friends and family um so thank you to those who are listening um we're new podcast we're not expecting you know thousands of listens or anything like that but um you know we just decided that we want to chat about what we already chat about um and just share that with people because we definitely had a day where we sat there and we're like we're fucking funny like we're funny people and people should <laughs> be in on on the joke right like not hidden behind oh, yeah, a definitely. not hidden behind a wall of of what discord channel we're in but um for me this is a way to share with with other people who aren't in those communities um kind of a peek behind the lens of like what we're experiencing because i think you and i are in a in a category of realism where we don't yeah. we don't fit in a specific demic demographic of online person maybe i don't know at least with the people that we surround ourselves with not everyone obviously but like there are so many people that are like gamer nerds and like i i don't think we're that so it's i i want to share that with people and i think this is like one of the more interesting ways that we could do it or at least the best way too but um yeah yeah and and we're very uh on opposite ends of 100%. the spectrum i believe yeah. like as we come full circle we kind of met as enemies in a way so <laughs> there's things that i say where you are just like absolutely not yeah and here's why yeah well yeah i think um, that's one thing is uh we've had a lot of debates about stuff that we like absolutely oh, yeah. didn't agree on and i think w- one thing we're really good at is i don't think we ever fight about anything no um no, not at all. but we can definitely disagree with things and it which is like arguably healthier, right? Is like, oh yeah, we can sit here and disagree so. about something, but we're not going to like stop talking to the other person just because we we don't agree with right. that. Yeah, and uh, you know, I'm sure we're gonna disagree on the show as we we already have some, no, some live stuff. Yeah, <laughs> um, 
but generally we're doing a bit of setup in in this episode but i hope you guys continue to uh tune in and thanks again for uh checking us out spread the word um and we will continue to find some strange trends and and things on the internet and kind of give our take and hopefully build up a little uh like you said of some realism some some great opinions that we want to share along with some some funny things yeah and um so so for those uh who are just finishing up with here um us here uh we're going to be on a few different social platforms we're i mean the podcast is going to be on all the major streaming platforms uh spotify apple google at, at this time we might expand it more um, and then we're definitely going to be uh, posting our podcasts on YouTube. So for those who are just listening, we're also going to have a video podcast as well. If that's something that you're more interested in. Um, and then we do have an Instagram as well. Uh, it is uh, <laughs> actually let me pull it up so I can remember exactly what I named it since it is new, everybody. Um, but definitely go ahead and give us a follow. We're going to be posting um, little tidbits on there. But it's the Strange Internet Pod on Instagram. Uh, we're not yet on Twitter, but um, we might just be on there too. Um, so yeah, give us a check out on all of our socials as well. Um, but this was the Strange Internet Podcast. Uh, I'm Robert. And I'm Patrick. Thanks for tuning in, guys. Thanks, everybody. Have a good week. <laughs>